What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. All that we see on scene. All that we see on scene. All that we see on scene. Greetings, 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 America. How the hell is everyone doing as we get ready to exit 2022 and enter 2023? I don't know about you, but I feel the energy in the air. It's it's like it's like just before that big storm hits, you know what I mean? Where the air gets real humid and you can smell the rain in the air, but you don't see anything but gray skies. And you may even still see blue skies, but you feel the stillness in the air. Don't know when it's gonna hit, but you feel it. You feel it coming. It's gonna be an interesting, interesting 2023 and beyond. Like never before. Hope everyone's doing well in these very anxious, exciting, exhilarating times to be alive and to exist. This is Tony L and you are experiencing another video and audio podcast presentation of project that I opened um, where we seek not to change what you know to be true, but just simply, simply, simply Encouraging each and every one of you to just take a few minutes out your busy, 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 busy schedule and just take a good look around around your home, your city, your town, your state, your country, your world, and boldly, boldly, ever so boldly question. What the hell is going on? Boldly ask this that simple question for God's sake. We all see what is happening. And those of you who are 1960 babies, or maybe, I don't know, maybe 1980 babies, I don't know. You all know that this is 
not how it's supposed to go down. It's not how you imagine it going now when you were younger. This is not the country that, particularly 1960 babies and older, were born in and raised in. It's far from it. We all see that. And the fact that so many of us choose just to act like it's not happening, and it's nothing wrong, that this is normal, God, you too shall be made to tear soon. And I'm much to blame as any, I guess, to some degree, less than others. But we all just watch this happen. Those who are my age, I guess I've done as much as I could in arm's length. Spoken people with ears who choose to chose to hear. And I'm doing what I can, where I can, when I can, as I am doing through this podcast and through my blogs. That's something, I guess. What are you doing? Particularly those who have kids. Next generation. Boy. Are you going to have a problem getting through the pretty gates? Are you? That's what we all need to ask ourselves. That's Ronaldo Magnus, as the late great West Limbaugh used to refer to Ronald Reagan. Yeah, but one generation away from losing all of this freedom that we have come to take so much for granted. And we are choosing not to hand down that treasure to our next generation. And we have chosen to do that. We have most definitely chosen not to take care of our next generation. We are definitely in a me um, error. All about me, self-gratification now. Instant gratification now. But before going further, um, if we haven't had the opportunity to stop by my website at project.iopen.com, I definitely would appreciate you doing so. I'm going 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 to be making some changes there. Um, there's still some great articles by yours truly. Um, I'll be putting some more links there. I'll be putting some more attention to it going into 2023. Just as I will make some changes here on the podcast. But definitely uh, stop by there. Where That's where you will find um, all of my video presentations as well as my, um, my um, blogs as well. Find everything there. Um, on, um, on project.iopen.com. If you want to drop me a line, definitely do so at project.iopen.com. Tony L, that is. Tony L at project.iopen.com. That's project, third spelled out, letter I, open, D-E-D, dot com.
definitely do like to hear and like hearing what y'all think about what I think. Also, I'm on yours and my favorite podcast and um, social media platforms, whether it be Miri, Paula, um, still on Twitter, definitely Rombo, and um, you got iHeart, you got Spreaker, of course, you uh, know YouTube, um, but definitely on the ones that you like. And I'll be, again, make some changes going in where I would try to get um, get out more on more social social media platforms, get out get out in, in in front of more people to sound it along as much as much as I can. I know many of y'all many of y'all are thinking, why are you what are you talking about, Tony? We we, we got it good. What, what's 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 still long for? You will see. You will see. Um and I'll talk more about that towards the end of this. But um, I got such an incredible response from last week's uh, presentation in, in regards to um, the genders, uh, the breakup of the genders, is destruction of society. And of course, if you all didn't understand, society is the family. Um, without family, there is no society. Um, so I'm expanding on that. I'm doing a part two um, just to uh, make sure that I explain, explain my my position, my opinion, the way my point of view, as clearly as I can. Um, because as I hope I presented somewhat, if not completely, in the last presentation, none of this is by accident. And though there are a lot of things, a lot of blows coming from different directions, a lot of bombs, bombs busting in the air and distraction here, distraction here, whatever, whatever, it's all one. It's all connected. And for those who want to call it a conspiracy theory, because I don't believe conspiracy theories, to me, it's conspiracy facts. It's not a theory. If more people were to think creatively and remove that fog from their third eye, they would agree with me. Because we all know what's right. We all know what's wrong. We all know it's when BS is BS. But we all got a spidey sense. We just made a choice to suppress that. And hence, we are here where we are. But go along with... Um, talking about the attack on the family, the attack on um, relations between the genders, man and woman, the attack on the children. Um, I want to share with you this this article that, that came out of the um, um, came from June um, Juliana um, Horowitz, and it is, I could get it.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. There we are. Here we are. Uh, Americans' view of masculinity differ by party, gender, and race. This was done um, by the American Psychological Association. And it came about in the, uh, um, on, the, on the heels of the 2017 Pew Research Study that found that, say, 50, 53% of Americans say that most people in our society these days look up to men who are manly or masculine. You know that there's something wrong in, 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 in a situation in society when what should be obvious is questioned. You know, I mean, masculine men, that shouldn't be any controversy there. I mean, without masculine men, America would not be America. Without masculine men, Western society would not be Western society, Western culture. Without masculine men, they'll say there would not be would not be a society. So you know, with me anyway, I, I know that something something in milk isn't clean. When the what should be obvious, what should be um, truths that are self-evident are not self-evident and it's a, it's a point of controversy and that side is becoming the, the um, dominant point of view mm. yeah something something is afoot okay so as you see, when asked the question, percentage saying most people in our society look up to men who are who are manly or masculine, all the does say fifty three percent. If you're Republican or uh, uh, Republican leaning, forty seven percent, which is kind of surprising. Up that forty three percent, I guess, and then Democrat or Democrat leaning is 58%. So in that case, more Democrats or, or liberals um, see a benefit for men acting manly or masculine. Percentage of those who say society looks up to masculine men saying this is a bad thing, 37%. A good thing, 60%. Of, of the Republican 
or Republican leaning, 20% say it's a bad thing, 70% say it's a good thing. But when you look at the liberal or Democrat leaning, it's 58% to 49% a bad thing, good thing. Which, if you've been paying attention and you look seen these type of um, polls comparing the parties and their ideologies and what they believe in, what they don't believe in, what they favor, what they don't favor. Liberals, when you see them, you just you just gotta say, ask them. That's 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 who they are. That's who they are. Um, they don't like. They don't look up to masculine men. That's 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 what it says. It goes on to say that although not nine percent, which is very small, um, re re relatively few men say it is very important to them personally to be seen by others as masculine. While thirty-seven percent say that it is somewhat important. Black men, more likely than white and Hispanic men, say that it is important that others see them as very masculine, 23%. Say that it is about 7% white men, 8% Hispanic. And while about one in 10 Republican and Democrat men say that it's very important, to them, Republican men are more likely to say that is at least somewhat important to them to be seen as very masculine, 51% to 42%. But again, when it comes to party affiliation, it is what it is. Um, and when you stand back and you look how the parties react, The party who favors a nanny state and a party that doesn't, well, not necessarily party, but the um, those who call themselves Republican, not necessarily the party, because the party, especially the federal level, does not represent um, its base at all. Um, it hates its base, as, as, as I um, um, spoke about on one of my past um, video presentations. The Republican Party at the federal level hates its base, hates its base, um, unlike the Democrat Party, which is not a good thing. So, what are we to do about this? Because the gender dysfunction is, to me, the crutch of the debasement of our culture. When the two genders, when the man and the woman are not communicating, that cannot do anything but filter down to the child, the children, and therefore the society as a whole. Because right now, abortion, which should, should be a, should have been a slam dunk for the Republican Party in, in, in the last election because finally the 
trophy that the liberals had for 20 plus years was finally taken out of their hands, that being Roe v. Wade. But unlike the liberals and Democrats and progressives, the Republican Party, those at the top, refused to work out a game plan after the victory. How to shape the narrative, how to create a script for all to adhere to, to finally, finally um, state in no certain terms what abortion is, killing. An under, uh, 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 innocent, unborn child. No, 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 no. No strategy was ever created by the Republican Party. Democrat Party came up with a script and a strategy. They ran to the subject of abortion and kept it as a woman's issue, which is masterful on, on their end, but demonic. It's, it's, it's not about the woman, it's about the child. The woman and whatever man that they decided to lay down with, they, they had a choice. The unborn, unborn, living, breathing, heart-beating child in a womb has no choice when the woman, generally speaking, is a woman that chooses to kill it. That's argument that is, to me, un, undefeatable. Because now you're gonna say that you're, you're, you're pro-baby killing? I mean, I could have wrote that script. Republican Party ran away from it. It's almost like the heads of the Republican Party and Democrat Party got together and said, hey, how can you help me win? Republican Party. The Republican Party said, I give you the abortion issue. And you can run with it and beat us over the head with it. And make it about democracy. That's what you could do to beat us. And we just act like we're trying to beat you. Red wave and everything. So, but it's not about man and woman. It's bigger. The gender dysfunction is bigger. It's part of an overall plan. Because you, you have the abortion issue. Of course, since, since Roe v. Wade, you have over 63 million babies killed. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? 
Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 63 million of that about 38 or I say 30 38 percent of those were black thirty eight percent over 20 million black babies never got a chance to breathe And then you got the transgender issue. Men want to be men. I mean, want to be women. Women. And what's crazy, all of these components or sets of, of society is represents, particularly with regards to the transgender gay, lesbian community, less than 3%. People who believe in, in um, actual getting abortions. Severe minority. Minority. Those of us who believe that a man should be masculine, minority. Women who want to get in bed with other women, minority. But you wouldn't know that given what you see in the media particularly the um, legacy media, ABC, CNN, C, um, CBS, NBC, MSNBC. You would think that they're majority. You would think that there's a, a, a lesbian or transgender being, being beat up and, and hung, hung, hung in trees daily. You would think that there would be some massive groundswell of members of that society marching the streets, um, ringing the phones of the representatives, camping out on, um, in front of the Capitol. Uh, I haven't seen that. Maybe I missed it. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I haven't seen it. 
but even those mass demonstrations that I haven't seen, and if you have, if y'all seen it, definitely let me know. What's supposed to be the agenda is getting pushed to, push through, push through, and push through. We seem to get true opposition. It's almost like the the politicians are listening to another authority. Not, not the voters. And definitely, uh, in regards to the Republican Party, they definitely didn't listen to their voters. So they made that abundantly, abundantly clear. So the question is, who, whose authority are they listening to? But this is all costing money. Somebody's getting paid with this. Particularly in regards to the transgender uh, movement. And you have all of these um, big corporations signing on to this, even Broadway are signing on to this very demonic um, agenda. And it's a spiritual fight, y'all. It's not physical. It's about right and wrong. It's about the will, not by law. They're pushing their agenda through because their will is stronger, stronger than the majority. The majority is too busy and thinking that the red wave is coming. Our founders warned us against putting too much trust in politicians. Even Ronald Reagan mentioned like putting faith in people who are 100 miles away It's about us, about you and I, the person in the mirror. Again, I mentioned the levels of government. You got God, you got family, you got man. Government. Church, family at home, government. So, everything comes back to, to natural, natural and artificial. God and un, ungodly. So, when you look at differences between men and women, okay, let's just keep that out of the way. We are different. If y'all didn't know, now you know. We're different. And everyone seems to know this except for the minority that has the blowhorn. That's trying to make us equal. Equal. We're equal. Women can do everything man can do. And man can do anything women can do, even have a baby. A man can have a baby now. Nobody says the world got nonsense to be spewed on TV and a woman seeking to be part of the Supreme Court to actually say, have come out her mouth, she, she, she does not know 
difference between a man and a woman. Cannot define what is a woman. And she got on to the Supreme Court. Ten years ago, twenty years ago, she would have been laughed out the room. Today, she's taken seriously and allowed to be put onto the highest court in the land. And she's black. My people, my people, my people. I don't know what to say about this. Damn. Damn. Okay, so the philosophical uh, differences, okay? Girls develop right side of the brain faster than boys. And this is coming out of the um, there we go. The Relationship Institute. Um, boys leads to talking. Oh, no, okay. I'm sorry. Girls develop right side of brain faster than boys lead to talking, vocabulary, pronunciation, reading either, um, reading earlier and better memory. Girls. Boys develop left side faster than girls. Visual, um, uh, visual, Visual, spatial, uh, logical skills, um, perceptual skills, better than better at math, problem solving, building, and figuring out puzzles. Boys, girls, girls are more interested in toys. Uh, 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 girls more interested in toys with faces than boys are. Play with stuffed animals and dolls more. Boys are drawn to blocks and anything that can be manipulated. Girls, women use use both um, hemispheres of the brain, corpus, um, calisthenics, um, thicker, and women. Don't ask me what corpus calisthenics means. I have no idea, but someone out there does know. Social influences, studies of influence. Both men and women speak louder to boys than girl, girl infants. They are softer and express more cooing with girls. I thought that's interesting. Boys are rarely told they are sweet, pretty little dolls. Boys are told they are pumpkin heads. Hey, big guy, you know. Can you, can you imagine saying, hey, big woman. <laughs> Big girl, hey, big girl, come over here. Yeah, that would give you give you brownie points. Yeah, I can see that happening. Yeah, uh, that's a winner. Uh, not um, boys handle more physical and um, um, and robustly than girls. They handle more, uh, bounce bounce around more. You know, um, I've seen. Um, when, when boys are put on 
um, adults' needs, little boys that, you know, do like the horsey, you know, possibly on the knee. Not to say that uh, do the girls, uh, I think, generally speaking, I, I, I definitely see why it might be, why it may be seen that girls are handled with gingerly, okay? Girls are, are caressed and stroked more than boys. Up to age two, mothers tend to talk to and look at their daughters more, um, um, significantly more than they do with their sons and make more eye contact with their daughters as well. Mothers show a wider range of emotional response to girls than boys. Rather, rather girls show anger. When, when, when girls show anger, mothers, mothers' faces show greater facial disapproval than when boys show anger. Um, may, um, may, influence, may influence why girls grow up smiling more, more social, and better able to interpret emotion than boys. Fathers use common terms with boys than girls and more than mothers gave. Developmental differences between boys and girls, nursery rhymes, books and cartoons um, perpetuate stereotypes which often promote um, damsel in distress, frumpy housewife, helpless senior citizens, sexy heroine and swooning cheerleader. Girls use more terms of endearment than boys. Boys get away with more aggressive antisocial behavior in schools and at home than girls. Maybe that used to be, but not so much. Boys are put on, on antidepressants <laughs> and given names like, you know, this ADH or whatever. But anyway. Um, Girls who act as tomboys are accepted. Not now. They may get some breast augmentation. Surgery put on whatever. You're a boy just trying to get out. Uh, boys who act like girls are severely reprimanded. Used to. Can't do that now. Don't cry. Don't be a sissy. That's old school. Girls tend to talk about other people, secrets in order to bond friendships and school wishes and needs. Boys talk about things and activities, what they are doing and who is best at activity. We're competitive. Girls, y'all know, y'all gossip. Y'all gossip. I ain't telling anything out of school. Y'all gossip. Man, not so much. Teenage girls talk about boys, clothes, and weight. Teenage boys talk about sports, mechanics, and functions of things. Ages 12 through 18. Biggest event for girls? Have a boyfriend. 12 through 18. Boys are equally interested in the following. Sex, cars, and sports. This carries into adulthood when women talk about uh, um, talk about relationship relationships, people, diet, clothing, physical appearance. Men talk about sports, working, money, cars, news, politics, and me mechanics of things. We're different. We're wired different. 
We don't care much of, that much about our looks compared to women. We're aggressive, we're competitive. Not to say women are, but men are, that's how we're wired. We're looking at the next hill to, to, to conquer. Women, not so much. Nothing wrong with that. We all got our place in society. We all got a role to fill. I don't see a problem why we just don't accept that. Again, not to say that it's written in stone because there have been women in the past and there will be women in the future, just as I said, the women today that uh, are aggressive, are gold, um, Central, some too much at, at, at the at the uh, risk or at the um, where they put being a mother on a far back burner that that makes it overall disadvantageous to society or they choose to kill to kill the baby in the womb rather than have it. So there's consequences to the choices that a woman make in regards to what their role is. Because again, most men, as you see, 53% or more okay with being a man. When we're not trying to be part of the, the, the girls' club or break into, you know, women-only uh, institutions. And most women aren't trying to get into men institutions. They may be guided that way or forced to go that way. I don't have forced, but heavily encouraged to go that way just to prove that they can. That's not a natural thing. We all want to be around people who we who we get along with, have more in common with. Women have very few that you see things in common with boys and vice versa. That's why young boys have very few girlfriends, like girlfriends. They don't hang around girls like that. We just don't. Nothing in common. Men are more logical, analytical, rational. Don't 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 hate me. This this is this is who we are. We all know this. We all know this. Women are more intuitive, holistic, creative, integrative. I'll put emotional. <laughs> uh, men have as much more have a much more difficult time relating to their own feelings and may feel very threatened by the expression of feelings in, in their presence this may cause them to react by withdrawing or attempting to control the situation through a display of control and or power men are actually more vulnerable 
and dependent on relationships than women are, which is interesting, and more devastated by the ending. Yeah, I don't know what with that, but um, since they have fewer friends and sources of emotional support, okay? I, I, I mean, I, I agree with that. I, I haven't seen men breaking down and crying after the relationship ends. I see women doing that, so I don't know how that works, but uh, this was the story. This, uh, the study says men are more at ease with their own anger feelings than women are. Women are in touch with a much wider range of feelings than men, and they intense. Uh, And they intensify, and, and or they and, and the intensity intensity of those feelings are usually much greater for women than men. As a result of these, many, as a result of this, many men perceive that women's feelings appear to change quickly. Men may find it irrational and difficult to understand emotions. Men tend to be more functional in uh, approaching problem solving. Women are um, aesthetical oriented in addition to being functional. Social influence, the study finds an in infants. Okay, I think I just did that. I did that. Okay. Um, here's the significance of fathers. Okay, 82% of study on fathers' involvement and child and child being purpose purpose in 1980. This is from um, article on the focus on the family. Since 1980, found significant associations between positive father involvement and offspring well-being. This came from Paul R. Uh, Paul R. Amato and Fernando Rivera. Parental involvement in children's behavior problems. General marriage and family. In an analysis of over 100 studies on parent-child relationships, it was found that having a loving and nurturing father was as important for a child's happiness, well-being, and social and academic success as having a loving and nurturing mother. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Not more as important. Some studies even indicate father love was a stronger contributor to some improvement, uh, important positive child well-being outcomes. 
that was in the history and contemporary evidence review of general psychology. Again, significance of our father's influence. And again, I'm focusing on the fathers because the fathers are all the ones that are getting hammered in, in, in our culture today, not mothers. So I'm focused focus on the fathers. According to the child's um, psychiatrist, Kyle Pruitt, a father's, a, a father's more attentive play style and comparatively slower response to a toddler or infant experiencing frustration serve to promote problem solving um, competencies and independence in the child. Again, that comes from why father care is an essential as mother care for your child. Next, in the words of Dr. Pruitt, positive father care is associated with more pro-social and positive moral behavior in boys and girls, Pruitt 2000, page two. This is borne out by research from the University of Pennsylvania, which indicates that children who feel a closeness and warmth with their father are twice as likely to enter into college, 75% less than the child, um, less likely to have a child in their teen years, 80% less likely to be incarcerated, and half as likely to show various signs of depression. You can find this in impacts of father's involvement on children of adolescent mothers and young young unwed fathers, changing roles and emerging policies. Thirdly, in a 26-year-old study, researchers found that the number one factor in developing empathy in children was father involvement. Fathers spending regular time alone with their children translated into children who become compassionate adults. You can find this and the family origins of empathetic concern. A 26 year longitudinal study, Journal of Personality and Social Psychology. What does this all mean? Fathers matter. And it's not a secret. Men matter. In society. It's not a secret. Men and women together matter. Functioning, talking, getting along matters. And it's not a secret. Biggest point, it matters to children. And it's not a secret. There's a reason why LBJ wanted to add in the Social Security Act that any mother getting any financial assistance from government, particularly Blacks, because they, the Black community, 
so-called black leaders were the ones who supposed to be pushing this inclusion of blacks. Because blacks were not getting welfare, y'all. Blacks were not the target of welfare when welfare first came in. LBJ changed that and made stipulation. If they do, if they do, if they do, they can have a man in the house. But man and woman put together with God to have a child. Government came in to took that out, took, took that away, and put itself in God's place in the life of, of, of the now mother, particularly in the black community. And you see the decimation of the black community due to that single fact that man has now become nothing more than a sperm donor. And the woman is married to the government. The government is, is provided all of her supposed necessities. And don't be the man who, who, who's trying to so-called do what's natural or what he sees to be um, his place in this relationship with government now in between them. Got the seed and leave. Because government would come and get you, or at least take your property to make sure that even though you can't be in the house, you will pay for this child or pay for this woman's um, lifestyle. So, where we go? Going back to women and men. Values and self-esteem. Men, men's, men's sense of self is defined through his ability to achieve results through success and accomplishment. We're goal-oriented to better the next person, to get to that next level, to be CEO, to be president. Again, not to say there's some someone out there who want to do the same. Few and far between. Compared to men. We want to achieve goals and prove his competence and feel good about himself. To feel good about himself, men must achieve goals by themselves. For men, doing things by themselves is a symbol of efficiency, power, competence. In general, men are more interested in objectives and things rather than people and feelings. Feelings, people. Again, women are more likely to surrender rights and freedoms for the benefit of the community to spare another's feelings. 
That's why we are now on feminized culture where feelings are paramount. How you feel, not how you think. How you treated a person. Did you hurt their feelings? Did you hurt, did you hurt their esteem? Men don't care about that. That's why, that's, that's why we have winners and losers. But against you, have, you have competition. If you want to prove your competence, there has to be a loser. Preferably not you. Women, not so much. Again, this is this this is not this is not new. This is not secret. You know, I'm 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 not telling you anything that you don't already know instinctively. In general, men are more interested in objectives. In, 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 I'm sorry, interested in the objects and things rather than people and feelings. I said that. Uh, men rarely talk about their problems unless they are seeking expert advice. Asking for help when you can do something yourself is a sign of weakness. Men are more aggressive than women, more combative and territorial. Men's self-esteem is more career-related. Men feel devastated by failure and financial setbacks. They tend to obsess about money much more than women. Men hate asking because because it shows failure. So anyway. Women, on the other hand, value love, communication, beauty in relationships. Women's women's sense of self is defined through self, um, sorry, defined through their feelings and the quality of their relationships. They spend much more time supporting, nurturing, helping each other. They experience fulfillment through sharing and relating. Personal expressions and clothes and feelings is very important. Communication is important. Just talk to me, talk to me. Talking to me, talk to me, say something. Let me know how what your feelings are. Right, guys, y'all know what I'm talking about. Talking, sharing, and relating is how women feels, how a woman feels good about herself. For women, off, offering help is not a sign of weakness, but a sign of strength. It is a sign of caring to give support. Women are very concerned about issues relating to physical attractiveness. How I look, girl, don't tell me. Don't tell them when, when men, when you know, when men, when women ask you, does it got a big butt? You know, that's a trap. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. No, you know, that's that's a trap. Changes in this area can be as difficult for, for women as changes in a man's financial status. When men are preoccupied with work or money, women interpret it as rejection. Like getting that attention. Men's mind is on that next heel. Real men. Women want that attention at home. That's to be a balance. But men, women need to understand what men are trying to do and vice versa. Women, men need to know. With the woman 
is about. What makes her tick as a gender? Everybody's different, right? But generally speaking, this is how we know each other better. So when you look at politically, how, how did this come out? I mentioned this before. Democrat Party is the party of see, see, this, see this analogy as I see it. Parents of a child. The man is generally this, this disciplinarian. The one who's, who's going to tell the child, no, you can't have cake for breakfast. That's Republican Party, generally speaking. Then you had Democrat Party, the woman. Let Sally have a little bit of cake for breakfast because she wants cake for breakfast. What's the harm in letting Sally have a little bit of cake for breakfast because she, she would not stop crying until she gets some cake for breakfast. All right? So you see so-called rare educated women flocking to the Democrat party. Because they're the party that is promising I give you cake for breakfast. I'll take care of you. I'll make all your pain and suffering go away. You want to have kickle breakfast? Got kickle breakfast. You want to be able to kill your baby in the womb? You can kill your baby in the womb. You want to be a teacher? You want to be an artist? You want to get a liberal arts degree? And not to worry about paying the money back? I'll take care of that. I cancel all your, your, your student loans. The growth of government is astronomical. And none of it has been for the curtailing or telling the children, you can't have everything you see. And there is responsibility for your actions. That has been put in have been put off into the corner and mouth taped shut. And the feminization of the culture coupled with the fact you have more women desiring the Democrat ideology, you see we got a problem when it comes to the man. Happy wife, happy life. We got this in the home. Ooh. And you are Republican minded. Ooh. 
How does that work? When you know Saturday shouldn't have cake for breakfast. But not only we have Saturday matter to now you got your bad cold. And this in your ear. Oh. What do you do? You put your balls back in your pants. Yeah. But everything comes back to God. Women have the issue when it comes to not this marriage, you know, this um, Ephesians 5, 21 through 33 deals with marriage. But overall, it, to me, it deals with the relationship between man and woman. The word submit. Women take that being offensive. But really, it's both men and women are submitting in, in a relationship. Not this match, it's this relationship. We both submit. This says, submitting yourselves one to another in the fear of God. Why you submit yourselves to your own husbands? As unto the Lord. For the husband is the head of the wife, even as Christ is the head of the church. And he is the, the savior of the body. Therefore, as the church is subject unto Christ, so let the wives be to their own husbands in everything. Husbands, love your wives, even as Christ also loved the church and gave himself to it, that he might sanctify the cleanse, the, the cleanse and cleanse it with the washing of water by the world, by, by the word, that he might present it to himself a glorious church, not having spot or wrinkle or each or any such thing, but that it should be holy and without blemish. So ought men to love their wives as their own bodies. He that not loveth his wife, nothing himself. No, he that loveth his wife, loveth himself. For no man ever yet hated his own flesh, but nursed and cherished it, even as the Lord, the church. For we are members of his body, of his flesh, and of his bones. For this cause, for this cause shall a man, shall a man leave his father and, father and mother, and shall be joined unto his wife. And they too shall be one flesh. This is a great mystery, but I speak certainly, um, I, but I speak concerning Christ and the church. Nevertheless, let every one of you in particular so love his wife, even as his himself, 
and his wife see that she reverence her husband. Why is that offensive to so many people? I don't think they actually understand the words. Submit mutually. And that goes back to me um, as, as, as I play uh, pieces of, of Kevin, uh, Kevin Samuel um, the, the last time. My point is come with something with value in a relationship. Submit to each other, but come with value other than your sexual prowess. And it's not about money when it comes to a woman. Because men don't look for a woman for a paycheck, not real men. But though women still look for men for a paycheck, for financial value to bring to a relationship. But I think since the relationship between men and women have been so bastardized, what, we, what used to be um, self-evident truths, why men look for women, what do men look for, um, look, look for in women, and what do women look for in men, has been skewed because women want to be men. So then when men come to the woman and find a woe man, what am I going to do with that? When I'm still looking for a woman. Bring something, something of value. These are two entities merging. Like you see any merger, this is change of value. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Mergers don't happen. They definitely don't last unless there's a mutual change of value. Marriages, to me, that last 40 plus years and when you ask them how do you what's what's the secret? And they say without even a pause, he or she's my best friend. You don't get there without the mutual change of value. Men are not gonna leave uh, a, a relationship where he's getting value or they're getting value. Same for a woman. And when it's mutual, then you got something special. Because now it's energy, there's synergy going on. People leave each other because there's no value for one of the two participants. And it goes more than just sex. It seems to be only thing that women really offer today because they don't know how to be a real woman. To bring what the man really wants and needs. So every woman got a vagina. Be cooperative. Be um, be cooperative. Be compatible, and be complementary. And that goes both ways. 
those three things, you ensure that both of y'all are being of value for the other. But particularly when it comes to the woman to the man. Being compatible, being supplementative, and being cooperative. Don't want to fight when I get home. I don't want you to be trying to take away what my role is, unless I'm not doing my role. And that's in general. Man has to be a quality man. Woman got to be a quality woman. There's no mystery in that. And when, when it comes to abortions, and when it comes to transgenderism, none of this is new. And that comes with, with the more division in the family, the more division society, because now you've got 60 plus million unborn humans. And now America and, and the West, West, Western world has a negative birth rate. Okay, but this, this is not anything new. And when you look at where does all come from, you have to look at the beginning. And I mentioned this before in one of my podcast presentations before um, dealing with Margaret Singer. Hope this comes up. There we go. First of all, let me just start with your schools. Um, there was an undercover reporter, uh, Project Veritas, in last that, week's um, Wednesday captured presentation. a few days ago um, of the dean of students at the Francis W. Parker School. It's a private school in Chicago. And uh, he was bragging about a few things. Play as much as we can here at 13. I had like our LGBTQ plus health center. Thing. They were passing around. To my students, talking about queer sex, using lube versus using spit. Think Joe Bruno, dean of students at the prestigious Francis W. Parker Private School in Chicago, which happens to charge $40,000 per student. This is what they're bragging about. Man, they have no problem. Imagine, imagine you're sending your kid to school, and that's the uh, dean of students saying that. By the way, also, there is a Christmas-themed all-ages drag show in Texas. It's going to be great. That's in San Antonio. Um, we have audio of a teacher that's uh, telling the students they need to call their stuffed animal they, them. Um, here's something that has just been deleted from Boston's Children's Hospital. Uh, cut 10, please. Listen to this, doctor. Parents do wonder if uh, a child's gender identity is a thing. Sometimes it may be just a phase of development where they're exploring their gender identity and they're kind of getting a sense of who they are. But a lot of children do end up identifying as that gender okay. into Stop. So wait a minute. Hold it. It might be a phase. Edited out. No longer available. Wait, um, so the clip is still there, but it just no longer says that it might be a phase? They yeah, just, it, it, you don't want it. Right? You don't want it. But saying things like that. Mm -hmm. um, then you had Joe Biden yesterday giving this speech, cut seven. Racism, anti-Semitism, homophobia, transphobia, they're all connected. Mm. But the antidote to hate is love. Ah. This law and the love it defends mm -hmm. strike a blow against hate in all its forms. The law and the love it defends. What is he talking about? 
Well, there's a new law. Cut six. Excuse me. Because they support LGBTQ children and families, they have to speak out. They must stop violence. Like we just saw in Colorado Springs, oh. replace celebration was targeted violence and terror. We need to challenge hundreds of callous, cynical laws introduced in the state targeting transgender children, terrifying families, and criminalizing doctors who okay. give children the care they need. We have to protect these children so they know they are loved, and we will stand up for them and say I can seek for themselves. Stop. So he wants to show that we love these children and we must protect these children. Today, I declare that what I told you, the world would be upside down. Everything you thought would be solid will be liquid. Uh, everything that was liquid will be solid and you won't understand it. Today is the day I declare it is finished. When the president can say, this is for the love and protection of our children. So doctors can go in and mutilate our children. It is officially upside down. So let me help you out on this. Hatred is a feeling. Love is a feeling. Fear is a feeling. Now, do we just run after you're married and you see somebody and you're like, oh my gosh, I've talked to them and I think I love them. Do you just run off and follow that? No. Why? Because that feeling may change over time. Most likely will. And people will look at you and go, what are you doing? Hatred. Somebody comes in and they're just a different color. They, they're, they're triggering you for some way they look or something they may have said. And you just go full into hate on that person. Why isn't that a good idea? Because you're being led by your feelings. Fear. You know, there is a time, you know, when you're, when you're you know, young, I guess, when you have some fear. The monster under the bed is no longer real to you. But when you were a kid, that monster under the bed, that was absolutely real. No, it wasn't. The fear was real. The monster didn't exist. Now, when you're whistling in your basement, trying to go down and get the canned peas or whatever it is, you need to get to the basement before you got to that, that one single uh, uh, thread of light that you would pull to turn on the light. Nothing was in your basement. That fear was not real. I want you to understand what's going on. And I know I'm going over and I hope y'all y'all forgive me for doing so, but I think this this being probably the second to last presentation, but this is the last, I guess, um, the next the next presentation I'm doing this week is strictly about the year that was. So this is the 
that's the last presentation of this kind. Um, so I'm going over. What's the word that you always hear or that you heard in what Ben was talking about? Fear, feelings, emotional triggers, and government coming in to save the day. That all involves feminine culture, feminization of a culture. Things are attributed to the feminine ego, not the masculine ego. As I express to you and show you the differences between men and, men and women, women are keen on feelings, emotional, and the feeling of security. When it comes to the child, you've seen the consequences of the feminine culture who comes to the child and the and the um, abolishment and the removal of the man from the home, the masculine man from the home. That's there in the family to protect the family, the home, particularly the child. He's no longer present. So now we have a private school dean talking about sex toys and children. How come that happened five years ago? How come that happened 10 years ago? How come that happened 20 years ago? Because the masculine ego wasn't as utilized as it is today. Van Panhood, Margaret Singer. If you don't want to know about her, go back to my video presentation in regards to abortion and learn about Margaret Singer. If you don't know about the racist, Margaret Singer. If you know about um, the desire to uh, reduce population, particularly in regards to the so-called undesirables, minorities, Blacks, low income, Margaret Singer. And what party champions such a person? You all know Democrats. But the media will have you believe the most important travesty ever committed was by the Republican Party and Thomas Jefferson in regards to slavery. But nobody talked about Democrats' love or Margaret Singer, Planned Parenthood, abortion, baby killing, population control. No, we don't talk about that. None of this will be possible. The masculine ego was still dominant in our culture. The role of the man was still reverenced and appreciated, respected. And the role of the woman
was more set to, to the traditional definition. willing to work with the male ego. All societies can be easily looked at and you can see whether it's going up or going down by the manner in which the woman is treated. What's her place? How she looked upon? Today, women are largely looked upon as sex objects because they generally, as a group, offer very little past that sex. Because they don't want to do what their grandparents did. Women who made this country what it is, made them who they are. Taking care of the man, taking care of the home, taking care of the child. They don't want to be that woman. They want to be man woman. They don't work. Because their position, position should be already occupied. A qualified man. So hence we've got a problem. No man in the home. You protect the home. Keep government at bay. Let the government know I got this. I'm taking care of my home. I'm taking care of my child. I'm taking care of my family. I don't need your help. Government assistance was a bad word in our parents and grandparents' time. There's a sign of weakness. You can't take care of your own. Aren't you a man? Don't have that stigma today. We got a problem. Many women have to get together, have to come together, know our role, know how we fit in each other's lives naturally. Remove government from your lives, become reconnected with God. Not Necessary to be uh, a Bible thumping, knowing every verse in the Bible from front to cover. No, that's not me. Never gonna be me. But know what God's intent was for us. It's not what we see in a culture today. When a minority of the culture is seemingly in control, when the court of Moloch is running a mock threatening our children, having men dress up as women in direct communication with young children without men cases, the parent present, or even knowledgeable of the um, relationship. That's a problem. But if you have feelings and emotion and ultimate desire for security of something, everything, how are we gonna do about it? Because when you say no, you can't have cake in the morning. 
somebody's feelings are going to get hurt. And if you say no, woman cannot be a man, somebody's feelings is going to get hurt. Transgenderism, homosexuality, it's a mental disorder. We know that. We don't forgive a person who believes he or she is God. We don't believe a person who believes he or she is um, um, is allowed to pick everything that he or she wants to pick up. We call that a couple maniac. A person who has to have sex every hour, every day. You think that might be a good thing, but eventually, you know, we'll see that as, as what it is. It's a mental disorder. A person believing that they are in a that this will be another gender gender than what they were born. There's no difference. Don't hate them anymore because they are in God's image. But I ain't got a lot to what they do. No, I ain't got a lot what to do. I ain't got no, no. So that's where we are. And again. Um, the last video audio presentation next week is going to be basically a look back, see what did I miss, what did we miss, what were the stories that we should have been more fixated on, what stories were not given the proper light. That's what we'll be going over. So, again, I know I went over. Um, hope you all enjoyed it. This is about our future. Next year, next couple of years, are going to be unprecedented. People, people are going to be sadly amazed due to what happened in the election 2020 and due to the torture that we have made as, as a society, as a country for since the 1940s and 1960s. Nobody can remember when the dollar wasn't just another currency. Those of us who do not know what the Brentwater courts were may, may need to get re-educated with that because we're coming back to that. And I went over that in the presentation dealing with gold. Don't forget the gold. You know, maybe we'll go check that out again. I'll talk about the three legs that the American economy is put upon. The ability to print all money, the petrodollar, and the fact that the US dollar was a dominant currency. Those two things will soon be gone. Two of the things already are. And we will see what it's going to look like in the next couple of years, if not next year. It's going to be a brave new world coming up. Hope you're ready for it. But if we don't come together as a society, if you with the wrong woman, with the wrong man, it's gonna be ugly. So till next time, definitely do check me out um, on your favorite, my favorite podcast platforms and uh, social media platforms. Definitely do holler at me if you wish. Tony L at project.iopen.com. Tony L at project.iopen.com. Until next time, be good.
Be blessed and be free.